All right, that is a great song, and it's a great song for today, January 18, 2023. I am Mike. And I'm Diane. And this is the Hustle Hour show. If you're following us on TikTok, you're watching us live or you're listening to us live. Um, we are in the studio, Genesis Radio, and we are with Terry in the studio, and I'm excited to be here. And today, I feel like that song was very... Um, I needed that song today because I th- th- today the gym just relaxed me and I'm, I'm having such a uh, peaceful day in my mind and when I have a peaceful uh, day in my mind my, my day just goes a lot smoother and I just feel more relaxed and you know anxiety goes away thoughts are more clear um, and I could just have a a very just relaxing smooth day and that's the day that I'm having. It's been a good day. I feel like it's been a it's been like a steady, fast-paced moving day. But the whole week for me has felt like it's just been um on fast forward. Just feel like I've been go go go. Yeah. So you know, it's been a great week. We've been um working out consistently um both of us uh with each other, but also separately at at different gyms and we and for me personally, I feel like this week I am having leaps and bounds with seeing changes and feeling changes and going through things not while I'm working out in my normal day where I feel the difference and I feel my hard work paying off. And it's very noticeable. I feel like on you it happened so not so quickly, but I feel like it just kind of, you know, now you're just fit. I mean, in the journey of life, what's four months? It's it's right. It's definitely... A short period of time. So quick. But it just shows you that, you know, if you start something and, and you take it seriously, you can literally be on that road to success very, very quickly. Even though this four months has been some of the hardest four four months that I've I've had to go through. I mean, you know, working out and, and keeping your mind right, waking up early, going through a full day of work, especially our kind of work where it's and eating, ver- right? Eating way better than we used to. Yep, full day of work, eating correctly, um, and just getting on board with all of that and keeping our minds right. It's it's not easy to do, you know. It's it's a very hard thing to do, and uh, I feel like it's just finally paying off, and it really feels great. I have tons of energy. I have, um, you know, like just my normal routine of of things that I have to do. You know, being in the restaurant business, you're moving a lot of food and boxes and moving up and down stairs and you're, and you're putting things away. And you realize, like, as you're doing it, I realized yesterday as I'm, as I'm putting a full truck away, eight, you know, over 100 cases of, of food, I'm running up and down stairs and I am not even breathing heavy. You know, I am just, you know, and I had a moment at the top of the stairs where I was like, wow, this is really, really working. Like, if I, if this was before me working out, I would be very out of breath. I'd be, you know, checking my pulse, like, am I having a heart attack? Like, I would be very out of shape. And I remember those days because a lot of us, you know, I'm speaking from myself and my personal experience, you know, doing the the dumbest task sometimes, you're out of breath and you just realize and you think to yourself a lot of the times that, wow, I'm out of shape. I'm actually out of shape. I have to get into shape, you know, and you always, we think that a lot in our minds when we're out of shape. And, you know, it's it's just something that, when it starts to happen to you and you start to change your life, you remember those times and it just feels great. It feels really, really good. I have, I feel like I have been eating so much better 
since you have been so committed to your fitness journey before I would, I would, you know, try, but things are so much easier when you have a partner who's also kind of aligning their goals with yours. So you eating better makes me eat better. And it just allows me to want to make healthier choices because we're doing them together. It, it definitely is harder when it's just by yourself. Right. And you, in everything that we do, you know, first off, being alone is not a problem. Being, I've, I've done things alone, um, you know, before I was married, when I, you know, a lot of alone time and, and having that solitude and being alone is not a problem. You can do a lot of things and you can go very far alone. But when you do have a partner, I would pick a partner every single time when you're going through different situations. I mean, most of the situations that I think of, I would always want a partner next to me. You know, um, there is nothing like the competition that you give me. There's nothing like the love that you give me. There's nothing like um, doing something with somebody that you absolutely care about and love, um, you know, but, you know, that's just our relationship. And you're always pushing me to, you know, other higher limits and you're always elevating who I am as a man, as, as somebody in my fitness journey. Um, there's so many times when I don't want to work out or I, I don't want to eat healthy or I don't, but I have to do it for you. So it makes me do it as well. So it's, it's not just you're eating better because of me. I'm, I'm, I'm on my fitness journey and I want to take care of you. I want you to have, you know, I want you to hit your goals. So therefore I have to be better for you. Mm, and I love that. You know, that is such a benefit for me because I want to be eat better and healthier and make the right choices. But it can be so hard. I am surround everyone. We're all surrounded by all of this food and all of these options. And the easier option is usually fast, like a faster food, a fried food, a like something quick that you could you could make a better choice. But it's it's not easy. So I it makes it so much easier for me to make that choice. So I love that. That's how you feel. Yeah. And, and once you start eating better, you, you literally can't eat bad. Um, and I'm not saying you can't eat bad. It's when you do eat bad, it doesn't feel good in your body anymore. You get sick or you realize that, wow, I, I ate something that didn't agree with me. But you only realize that once you start eating better. So if you are on, if you're not eating the best, your body is used to not eating the best. So it tries to use that food as energy and it will use that food as energy and it will try, but you know, it, it will do everything it possibly can with that food. But once you start eating healthier, you know, you're on that journey, your body starts using that as fuel. So you'll have to eat, you find yourself eating more because you're eating healthier and your body is using it faster because it's better fuel for your body. But then once you, you know, want to have a cheat moment, a snack, and something like that, you actually pay for it. And you'll realize, wow, I used to eat like this all of the time. My body was used to this kind of food. But now once I eat this kind of food, my body actually kind of rejects it. And I don't feel good. I have a little bit of a stomach ache or I'm, you just feel oozy, you know, and when you get to that point, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And I, I feel just like you want to make habits that are a part of your lifestyle and not things where you're just going like hardcore and just like, putting everything out like I don't I definitely just try to eat less fried foods I try not to eat things that are so salty or so sugary and like that's kind of where it's at so it's just it's nice like I definitely still indulge ever so often but it's more it's lighter and it's something that doesn't occur as often and I don't like crave certain things anymore correct and I'm such a I have such a sweet tooth, so I am such a sugar freak. I love sugar. I love sweets. I I can, I actually, 
believe it or not, I used to, I used to crave it. And I realized just as right now, I don't crave it anymore. Like I'm not, I don't crave sugar. I don't even talk about it anymore. Like I don't need it, but I was somebody that I needed it after every meal, especially after, you know, anything I ate, I would need something sugary. And I know a lot of us out there, we, we we're eating and we're, and then we need something sugary and you're eating that sugar and sugar is literally super bad for you. So, you know, I read so much, I did so much research on sugar and the natural state of sugar is sugarcane. And if we were to, you know, chomp on that sugarcane, it's not so bad for you because it's in its natural state, just like there's sugar in fruits and, and things like that. So the process that, um, the process that it takes to get that sugar out of that sugarcane is super dangerous. Um, because they have to add chemicals and, and, and the process is super dangerous. So that's unhealthy. Plus the end product of sugar is super unhealthy after they extract it from the sugar cane. So the way that they do it and then the, the final product and, you know, the FDA allows it to go on the market because it kills you over a long period of time. It doesn't kill you quick. You can't just die instantly. So because it they it kills you over a long period of time, they allow it on the market and they allow it in our food and they allow it to be, you know, um, everywhere. So that is why sugar is so bad for you. Um, and, and it's once you start cutting it out of your, of your life, you, you literally don't need it anymore. And I'm going to tell you from my experience, it is super hard to not eat it. Um, I was so addicted to it. I was super, super addicted to it. I would leave work to go home because I knew that on the countertop there was a Hershey bar and I needed to get home to eat that. And I, as I was doing that, I realized I need to change my ways. I need to change the way that I'm thinking and I need to change my habits because this is not good. You know, um, it's not good to be addicted to anything bad for you, you know, and we have addictive personalities. I'd rather be addicted to, you know, working out, planking, eating healthy foods, yogurts, you know, um, oatmeal and stuff like that, where it's healthier for me than sugar. Yeah, but ju just the way you get used to something and you, ju you just start making that your habit. So it's just making those really good habits. Like my problem was never sugar. It was, all, it was always like saltier foods, chips and dips and crackers and cheeses and spreads and all kinds of things like that. So I'm definitely a lot more savory in that aspect. But nonetheless, it's not good for you. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of things coming out right now about our foods and what they put in our foods and how unhealthy things are really for you. And and it's really nice that it's finally coming out and that it is, you know, uh, it, you know, just for example, like how cereals, I was always told by my, my dad, my, my parents, that cereals were horrible for you in the morning. My dad would always say the, the box it comes in is, is healthier than the actual cereal inside, you know? And then when uh, my grandfather, my dad's dad would, would watch us, um, he wouldn't feed us cereal. He would say, I'm not feeding you that. And he would always make us breakfast mm -hmm. when he would watch us because he wouldn't let us eat that. And, and when you actually look in these cereals, um, you know, the, it's, it's crazy what's inside of them. They're horrible for you. They're not good for you. It's filled with sugar. It's filled with just bad, bad stuff. And everybody, you know, parents feed their kids this all the time. I'm not going to lie and say I'd never had cereal. I loved cereal. Why did I love cereal? Because it had so much sugar in it. You know Me what I mean? Too. Like the Lucky Charms, the, the Frosted Flakes, the all of it. I loved it all. I loved cereal. I would right. eat so many different kinds of cereals every day. It was an easy supplement for a meal at any time or if you were hungry or needed a snack. It just definitely like 
cured that fix, yeah. of course, because it is full of sugar and it's delicious. Yeah, and when I, when I was broken eating, you know, ramen noodles or eggs, I would also have a box of cereal <laughs> in the house, and I was always eating cereal, always. So, you know, we have to get out of these habits, these unhealthy habits, you know, one at a time. You don't have to quit everything tomorrow, um, but, uh, it, I mean, it'd be better if you did, but... You know, these unhealthy habits that we have that that are putting, we shouldn't eat for, um, you know, because if you think about it, say you have a piece of cheesecake and you're eating that, you're, 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 um, what am I trying to say here? You don't want to, the pleasure of that cheesecake for that short-term pleasure, Right. So when we eat that piece of cheesecake or we have, you know, those cookies and we eat one and then we eat the whole box, right? That is a short-term pleasure. That is that is making us feel good for a very short-term period. But over time, if we are doing that, that is not healthy for us. So we want to make decisions that we aren't doing good for our taste buds, but we're doing good for our health. So... So a lot of um, what we want to, you know, make, watch when we're watching what we're eating, we don't want to always just make sure that we're putting, you know, the tasty things in our mouth. We want to make sure that we're putting the healthy things in our bodies to make our bodies run more efficiently. So don't always look at the short term. I want that quick fix of that chocolate or that cookie or that cake. I want a long term fix for my health. And that long term goal, that long long term fix is eating better, you know, always I would say 80% of the time choosing something better to put in your body than bad. And it makes everything taste so much better when you are actually like savoring it for a special occasion or you're on vacation or you go out on date night and you have dessert. It's something that you don't do all the time. So it's like this little luxury. So I remember when I went through, I was drinking so much wine at one time. It started off with like a glass at night and then it became two glasses and then it was just a bottle every night. And it was just so much and it was so excessive and it was I was feeling so crappy. Oh, why do I feel horrible in the morning? And like, it just became so much and I didn't even appreciate it anymore. I was just doing it to do and I wasn't even enjoying it like I once did. So I just kind of, I had to like make sure I stopped. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm doing this before bed. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like. There was just so many different moments that happened for me. And then I was like, I need to just when I'm out or if I have dinner or if I'm having a meal, like, of course, that's when I like love it the most. And I had to get back to like appreciating certain things and not taking them so for granted. And I feel like that happens with dessert, too. Yeah. So I have only one story with with wine and and, um, you know, Diane and I have been together for so long and we had a short term breakup, maybe three months. So my only story with wine is, you know, so <laughs> Diane moved to Brooklyn when, when we broke up for this three month stint very, very quick. Um, and I never drank wine like she's talking about, but I remember, <laughs> you know, I had easy access to wine and I was super, super depressed. And I started with one bottle of wine that I would drink a night and, you know, I got used to that. Um, and then I would go to two bottles and then I would, I would literally, I was drinking three bottles a night. I gained so much weight from it. I was, I had, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even, I was drinking three bottles of wine a, a night by myself. And, um, let me tell you something. Don't indulge in that. Don't, you know, uh, it, it was horrible for my health. It was horrible for me. I gained so much weight. Um, and then once what, what happens when we drink, we eat. 
you know, we, we get drunk, we're hungry, we're, you know, so if your only task every week is to uh, think about when you're going out or when you're having your next drink, you might want to look at that in your, you know, you might want to look at that and say, you know, I need to change that about myself because that's not what we live for. You know, um, you have to look internally and you have to look deeper of why we're drinking. You know, I can tell you right now, I was drinking three bottles of wine a night because I was absolutely depressed that Diane wasn't in my life anymore. It was all my fault. Um, obviously, I went to Brooklyn and I uh, went and got the girl back and we got married. But, you know, I went through that and uh, that's part of my story. Right. And for me, it was just like... Not a boredom factor, but it just the reason why it started to add up so much was because, you know, you'd be watching TV or I'd be reading something and it was a glass and then it was two. And it wasn't so much that I was I wanted the wine as much as I wanted something to drink and sip on. So I don't know. I like I, I still love wine, but I like to have it with food. I love to have it with food. I almost always do. But I think it became now I have like tea at night or like I have sp- sparkling water. Like it was just kind of a different way of enjoying myself and kind of winding down versus having something that is kind of unnecessary yeah, for, so me, gonna, for me anyways. Right. So I'm going to switch gears here a little bit and uh, get into what I wanted to talk about today. It's it's uh, this little wor- word called fear. And uh, uh, for some reason, uh, fear has come up in my daily, um, my day actually, for for the last couple of weeks now, and I've heard a, a lot of people talking about fear and how it affects their life and how they're afraid and how do you get over the fear? Like what if, because we, we own multiple businesses and, and how do you know they're going to succeed? Aren't you fearful of losing everything? And aren't you fearful of, of the manpower or the recession? Are you fearful of, you know, um, just what could happen? And for me, I rarely for some reason I was not born with fear of of just of the things that people ask me I I, I I don't think about that moment or that fear until someone asks me that question I never ever ever doubt myself nor do I ever have a fear that it won't be successful I don't know why I don't think that but like I've been getting the question a lot lately because are, we're we're about to open our new business in a couple months, and people are are feel f- fearful for me, and I never even thought of it, and I don't think like that. I just think success. I think positive. I actually never even think of it. So it's this fear that people ask me about. I know that a lot of people they're held back by by certain things, by fear in their mind, the walls that they're putting up, and the fear that they think about. Because fear, a lot of the times, if you're not in, like, if there's not a black bear in front of you or a grizzly bear, like, that's fear, right? Like, I've been in a situation where we grew up in the woods, and I remember walking down the driveway, and there was a bear there. That is, that's fear. Like, I am not a bear. I'm a human. You know, like, that's, that's fear for me. That's fear. But fear of not to start a business because you're afraid of it. That's not something that I think about. I think it's like a fear of the unknown. You know, a lot of people get, you know, just scared of what is out there that they have no control over. And it's allowing just overcoming that and knowing that you don't have any control over it. You only have control of what you are capable, like can have control over and 
You just have to go from there. You actually have to think positive and believe in yourself because if you don't, how could you ever move forward? But there's so many people out there that aren't achieving their goals or going after their goals because of fear. Mm -hmm. So if we are thinking all of these things and we have this fear of not doing something, I'm here to tell you that you need to you need to write that you need to get a journal and you need to write down your goals and you need to start the sentences in your journal as I am powerful. I am a winner. I can do anything. I am success. Success loves me. Money is all around me. Money is attracted to me. You need to write these things down in a journal. And once you, in, once you do that, you empower yourself. And I don't know, fear can't live in that territory. Fear can't live in, in somebody who is powerful like that and has the strength inside of them to write down certain things that don't allow them to be affected by that kind of fear. That, that fear is fake. It's false. It doesn't actually exist. It exists only in your mind. And if it is stopping you from doing something, if it's stopping you from asking the girl out you want at you know Starbucks, or it's stopping you to ask that guy out at the gym, or it's stopping you to start a business because you actually fear something that is unknown. The unknown is fake. It's fake. So you need to get a journal and you need to write down certain things. But you need to write down I am, I am, and you need to follow I am with very powerful sentences about yourself that will empower you to have better mindset and empower you to be successful. I am not fearful. I am powerful. I have the strength to succeed. These are things that you need to say to yourself. You need to look at yourself in the mirror. You need to write these things down and you need to empower yourself. You need to be the strongest person that you know. You cannot let fear get in the way of your goals. You cannot let fear get in the way of your 2023 goals. Do not do not tell me that you can't hit your goals because you're fearful. Don't tell me you can't start the gym because you have excuses and you're fearful. There's nothing to be scared. There's nothing to be scared of. And I feel like there's a lot of different excuses that hide like under the umbrella of fear. So a lot of times you don't even realize it. But once you start to say things out loud, and that's why it's so powerful to even write all of these things down is because it just gives you that extra force that you need. Everything is so mental, like everything that ha that you do or want to do or don't want to do is in your mind first. Like literally, if you just tell yourself, I don't want to do something, you're not going to do it. Or if you wake up and you I am going to do it, you're going to do it. So everything just starts up in your mind. And like once you realize that it's like such a big factor to moving forward because you just know you just have to want to do it. And if you want to do it, you'll do it. You can have all the talent in the world, and it means absolutely nothing if you don't want to do it. Right. The talent means nothing. It doesn't matter how talented you are if you sit at home and you're the best tennis player in the whole entire world. It doesn't matter that you're the best tennis player in the world. It doesn't matter because you, you are not applying yourself and you don't want to do it. There can be a mediocre tennis player who gets up every single day and goes out there and does it and plays and you know what he's gonna win that person who's being who's disciplined and consistent and has the good habits and he's an average player is going to become great because why because he wants to do it and if you are living your life as the talented person that 
just thinks they're the best and and just it's it's just words and it's just thoughts in your head. Maybe you do have this great talent, but if you're not applying yourself because you don't want to, it's worthless. It's worthless. It doesn't matter. There are people that are going to outwork you every single day. I'm one of them. I don't have the talent, but you know what I have? I have the work ethic and I have the consistency and the discipline. I do everything I just told you to write down in a notebook is what I wrote down last night about myself to, you know, for me. So, you know, I'm giving you these 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 tools to use in your daily life. You don't have to write down what I wrote, but write down some stuff. Write down what I wrote and you'll see how it empower empowers you. You know, sometimes we get in our own minds and we look at other people and we look at these other people as these people who can do great things. You know, if we look at Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Derek Jeter and all, and all these people, they're, they're great. What, what made them so good? What made them so good? Because they practiced, they were disciplined, they were consistent, they had work ethic. You know, the talent, they could be talented all day, but if you put talent with, with everything I just said, or maybe they were average and they just were very consistent, they had a good mindset, they had good positive thoughts, maybe they had a journal they wrote stuff down in, maybe that made them the great athlete. But the question I want to ask is, why not you? Why can't you become great? Why do you always leave it up to other people to be great? Why can't it ever be you? Why do you always have to look at other people and say, wow, I wish I could be? Why does it always have to be them? Imagine everything, you lost everything in your whole life, everybody in your life right now that does everything for you. You would have to make a decision and start learning a lot about your life and who you are, and you'd have to start doing things because nobody's in your life, correct? Yes. So you have to think like that all the time because we. why not you? There was a point. I'm in the restaurant business. There was a point I had tons of chefs working for me. And through COVID and through everything, you know, obviously we lost whole teams. Everybody knows the story. We lost everybody. And there was at one point I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, either I'm going to curl up and die and give it everything in and be done. But then I thought to myself, wait, if other people can do this, I can do it. I'm just going to, I'm going to step in as the chef. No chef experience, have never done this before. Why not me? And this is just a little part of my life. And I went and did it and I did it better. And I came up with different systems and I saw things that I never saw before because there was a fear of this position for me. There was a fear of this part of my business because somebody always did it for me. Once I did it, not only did I do it better, but I came up with better systems and I came up with a better business, a better foundation for my company. I figured things out that I never figured out before because the... The whole time, the fear was blocking my vision. The fear. Somebody else did it, so I let them do it. But put yourself in that position. Put yourself through the struggle. Maybe you'll learn something about yourself. Maybe you will you know, grow as a person. Maybe you can level up. And for me, like, I, I always, my, like my mom, like my whole life was always, why not you? Of course you, always you. You know, like, why not? Everyone else, and when you look, like, in those moments, she would always point out different people that you only have to want it. Like, if you want it, of course. And I find, like, so in my mind, like, I'm very confident, and I think I can do this, and if I apply myself and work really hard, of course I can. And and I will. I will put in the work, I will put in the time, and I will tirelessly do something until I can accomplish what it is that I want and a lot of times like with the with writing like I 
like you will be writing such positive things and you will be saying all of these encouraging things to yourself. While for me, I feel like in my mind, I am constantly encouraging myself. But at the same time, I do, of course, we all have negative voices. Like I will write down the things that anger me, upset me, what I want to get over, stop being so weak-minded. And it's almost like a throwaway for me to kind of like get rid of it and feel so much better and move on from it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> so opposite, but I understand your perspective and I understand completely why you do it. And when you say it and explain it, I understand it. And there's a lot of people out there that have to do it my way. And there's a lot of people out there that should do it your way because both of them work. And the throwaway that you do, I, I would, I personally cannot do that. You know, like how, like if I am writing things down, like it, it's always like you're stronger than this. Stop being so weak-minded. Like how long have you been doing, like the things that I will write to myself only to feel like it's been released and I can move on from it. And then I actually feel like, okay, you're, you're being so pathetic right now. And then I kind of move on and I feel kind of leveled up and um, refreshed. It's amazing. I love it. It's amazing. I love that you do that. You know, I love it. I love different, you know, perspectives on, on things like that. And it makes so much sense. And I, I really feel like that could help a lot of people. And I think it will. Yeah, that's why I wanted to see that. Because I definitely kind of like do, not that I'm, I'm tearing myself apart, but there are just certain things where you fight with yourself. And a lot of, and there is power in writing something. And you, I just always feel better after I get it out. It's very freeing. It's, it's like I'm unloaded it and I no longer have to think about it anymore and it no longer has to like take up space in my mind. So it's in yeah. the garbage now. Um, and, and something about you, uh, you know, cause we've, we've known each other for so long now is when I first met you, you know, the gym was absolutely, you know, it was, it was not a thing in your life. The gym was not a thing in your life. Um, and it was something that it was in my life. Like yes. I, I went through a huge period of my time, I think six or seven years straight where I, I worked out very, very hard, um, in the gym, lifting weights. I mean, I went to the extreme with it. I took steroids. I was, uh, you know, like I went from a string bean in, in high school to jacked. Um, I, I also hung around those people, gym rats, and I hung out with, uh, people in the dungeon I, I've lifted with so many professionals I have worked out with so many um, just people who are so experienced in lifting I was taught by champions of how to lift so it was a huge thing in my life um, I went through it all I went through the whole literally cycle <laughs> um, of working out from natural to juiced up you know, um, so I know that whole life I, I've done it. And when I met you, the gym was not a thing for you. You've you never even looked into it. And I remember, you know, you would always tell me, like, I'm not an athlete. I don't work out. I don't do this. I don't do that. You know, always had a tight little body, um, <laughs> but you you never worked out. So I remember it started slowly for you. And this is the, the reason I'm telling this story is because if you literally if you want something, you can change your life yeah. to to what you what you want in life um and now you're going five six seven days a week to the gym right you do all kinds of different workouts i mean you are an inspiration to so many people with working out with fitness and you know where you started to where you are now you know I, i've i talk about this with 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 my trainer 
and you know Scott from Transform, I talk about it with him about how it's amazing how you literally transformed your life, your body, the way you are, the things that you're doing now, you would never think in a million years that you would be doing. And I'm so proud of you, but it's literally because you wanted to. You switched something on. Yeah. It started slow with yoga and all that kind of stuff, but it started slow and you it started, you know, it's like a building a snowball, snowman, you know, like you start with a small roll and then it just goes downhill and it gets bigger. And, you know, you wanted it so and you've been on this journey for a very long time now. And it's just something that you are one of those people that it doesn't matter where you start. It matters if you want to do it or not. You decided and you did. Yeah, it just it wasn't I feel like life is so fun, you know, like I went through my early 20s just being super party girl. And then once I got into like my later 20s, I really wanted I wanted to I wanted to work out. I really wanted to get into fitness. I wanted to do something that was good for my body. And I wanted like because, you know, I, I it just happened. I just decided I woke up one day. Nothing initially happened. I'm like, I just wanted to do it. So I you put forth the effort to look in the area, what's open, what's available. And I tried everything out. And I really feel like I, I've touched base at a lot of different studios and gyms and trainers. And it was, it's been so fun the whole entire way, but also so uncomfortable. I was doing tons of things that I've never done before, thought about doing before, didn't want to do. I was, but I was there to be pushed and I was always and am still surrounded by really amazing people who are very like-minded and that are cheering me on. So it's really nice and it, it just was something that I wanted to do, so I did it. Um, and it just has progressed and I've been always curious about different ways to work out. Like I like to do a variety of things. I don't like to just just go lift or just do cardio. I like to I like to go lift, I like to do cardio, I like to go pop into Pilates, I wanna see if I can get into a yoga class last minute. I like to do a little bit of everything and it keeps it interesting, it keeps it fun. There's always new faces and there's always um, lots of uncomfortableness that you're just kind of like, here we go. All the time, I'm here we go, let me try this. Let me see if I'm not gonna topple over or see if I can run this far. There's always um, some mini goal in place for me, but it just happened. It just, it just popped up that I wanted to do that and that's what I've been doing. So obviously in the beginning you had fear and it, and it and your fear came out of it wasn't I have a fear of doing this. You just were against it and wouldn't want to talk about it and would almost get angry about it if we would talk about it. But then but that's that's just fear being present. Right. So how did you get over the fear of working out? Was it the slow um, start and trying new things or, or what was it that did it? Um, I think the re like. I didn't know how to use anything. So it's just you ju you just feel like I'm going to look foolish. I'm going to look stupid. I'm not going to I'm going to walk around the gym. I'm going to go on the treadmill, go to the bathroom and then I'm going to leave because I don't know how to utilize anything. Um, so that started with taking like fitness classes and then I was at an all women's gym. That was a lot of fun. I got I, I had so many different trainers. My trainer I have now, Emily, is like the best. Um, but I've but I've had so many really, really great people. So I feel like they have made me those trainers in my life have made me so comfortable. But even when we go to the gym, like you make me feel so comfortable because being with someone who knows how to utilize the equipment there is such a difference. And it feels like less um, just pressure to like do something, you know, like even on my fitness page that I have right now, like there is so much 
there's a lot of love on there. There's a lot of people showing you how to use things and asking questions. And, you know, there's so much online training. There's just so many different ways to make you feel comfortable because you need to find out what's going to make you feel good. Because if you're not going to do something that doesn't make you feel good, you don't feel confident doing. Right. So the trainers that were around you, um, the all women's gym, everything that you have done, yeah. Emily, um, built confidence in you because you surrounded yourself with the right people yeah. of what you wanted to. So you knew what you wanted to be. You knew what you your journey. You didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but you knew you had to surround yourself with the right people so you can get where you needed to go. Is oh, that of correct? Course. Of course. They they knew I could do things before I even knew. Just the way you pushed me to do certain running push me to do three miles I don't even you know I didn't feel like not that I couldn't do it I didn't want to do it but that's always the situation I'm always pushed a little farther because I have the right the right people around me yeah and I really feel that that's super important I I feel like that's important it doesn't you don't have to do this you should do this with fitness because everybody should be into fitness. But if you want to do anything in your life, you have to surround yourself with that people. You have to you have to be around those people. You have to force yourself to be around those people. So for me, um, I wanted to start running. I want to become a runner. And, you know, running is one of the hardest things. I always talk about it. And what I started to do, my first steps of running were first off, go to the gym and run. Okay, and start and not be able to run a mile and really suffer through it and and try to push myself want to quit every day not want to go to the gym every day because treadmill is hard running on a hamster wheel on a treadmill is just not what anybody wants to do. But what I also did was I went on my social media platforms and I started following the top runners in the world. Um, and there are a lot of great runners out there. There's endless amounts. The community of running, let me tell you something, so supportive. Uh, the community of running, um, they will help you every single step of the way. They want to help because we know in this community how hard it is to run. So what I started doing was I started following all of these different kinds of people um, from all over the world. Now, at first, I when they would pop up on my feed, it would almost make me angry. And it would make me angry because <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to run. But then after a while, I would see them running and and just me by me scrolling th- past their page or their post it would i would say to myself you know what i have to start running you know i have to start running so what you surround yourself what you're watching you know a lot of us like to deny how long we stay on our phones and how long we scroll on our phones we all deny it we never tell the truth about how long we actually do it Um, but i know that it's a very long time and we know that it's 2023 it's time to stop lying to yourself and the people around you you scroll through your phone a lot if it's not one platform, it's the next, right? So as you follow people, watch who you're following and make sure who you're following is what you want to be. You know, the old saying was you are who your friends are. Well, I think the new saying should be you are what you watch on your social media platform. You are what you are watching on TikTok. You are what you are watching on Instagram. You know, you go on my feed, you're going to see inspirational, motivational videos. You're going to see fitness. You're going to see running. You're going to see some food. You know, I'm in all of those, literally. I'm in all of those. So, you know, you need to be surrounding yourself and watching the correct things, you know, for you to be who you want to be. You also have to live the life that and be the person that you want to be today 
to be them in five years, to be them in a year. You have to work out to get in shape. You can't say I'm going to get in shape by June and then not work out today. You have to work out today. You have to work out tomorrow. You have to suffer on a Friday. You have to suffer on a Saturday and a Sunday. You know, I just did two leg days last week. I did one on a Monday and then that Sunday I did two leg days and I did over 500 reps. You know, I did a hundred reps on a squat. So, you know, that's on a Sunday. I don't know what other people do on a Sunday, but that's what started my day on a Sunday. It was great. So you have to live and be who you want to be before you are that person. I can't get ripped and I can't walk around with my shirt off until I work out every single day until I look like the person that I want to be. So you have to realize that you have to do that with every part of your life. You stop. You have to stop the fear. You have to stop stopping yourself. You have to stop putting up the walls that you put in your mind and around yourself because you literally have to get over it. You, you got us. How many times are you going to go down to the pool in the summertime for that one vacation you get and not feel good about yourself? How many times? How many times was it for me? It's been forever. It's been forever since I've taken off my shirt and I felt really good. You know what? Not this summer. <laughs> Not this summer. I am never I'm never going to have that feeling ever again. I'm never going to allow that to be me again. I am going to be that person where I take my shirt off and people say, I want to be like that. How do I get like that? And I'm going to look at them and I'm going to tell them, you have to start working out today. <laughs> right. You have to start working out today. You got to stop eating that shit. You got to stop eating sugar. You got to stop eating bad foods. It is what it is. Like stop, you know, stop eating the good stuff to get your short term fix of sugar and eat healthy. I don't know what to tell you. Don't eat after eight o'clock. Think about things. Eat a salad. It sucks. It sucks. All of it. Boil some eggs. I don't know. You know, like it's not a fun life, but you'll it's so much better to feel good when you look in the mirror or when you take your clothes off and the other person says, damn, you look good. You know, like that is worth it. Not the cheesecake, not the cookies, not the donuts. That's what's worth it. Get your life together. Start today. Health and fitness has absolutely no date and time onto it. You shouldn't have waited till 2023, but it is 2023 right now. So now is the time. Now is the time. Who are you going to be in five years? Five years is going to pass no matter what. You're going to be five years older. Who are you going to be? Are you going to change or are you going to stay the same? You're going to have the same excuses in five years that you have today? Or are you going to change yourself? You're going to make yourself a beast. You're going to get that grit. Are you going to just figure it out? You know, when I go to the gym and I see people over 40 years old still working out in the morning and and I'm there at five, six, seven in the morning. Those are the champions that I want to be around. It doesn't matter. We all know that those people over 40 years old, I'm 37 years old, and I could tell you something, I'm in pain when I'm working out. We're all working out through pain and suffering. So none of that stuff matters that you say to me, oh, I can't work out because of this. Bull. I see all these people working out. We all talk about how much pain we're in. Okay? So recover better. Have a better recovery. I don't know what to tell you, but you got to stop making excuses. You got to get a little thicker skin. You got to be a little bit stronger. You got to write things down in a journal, empower yourself and become a different person than you are today. Be stronger for your family. Be stronger for yourself. Be stronger for everybody around you. When you start empowering yourself, you empower the people around you. And once you start doing that, you don't want to stop because then you let people down and none of us want to let anyone down. So change your life today it starts today for you not tomorrow mm. and it's such a good point like 
we don't have control of everything in the world, but there are some things we can control. And being on your phone the way we all are all the time for whatever, whether it's for work, because that's what you do, or it's just for leisure. Um, having those things that pop up be the things that matter and are really going to be productive and positive for you and what you're looking to do. I know on my fitness page, I only follow tons of women who are doing all working out at home, working out at the gym, doing all kinds of different tricks, hacks, all kinds of things um, to help me and keep me positive and just be part of something to talk about some that we all have a common interest there and it is our fitness and health and wellness. So it is so true. I wouldn't follow any kind of, you know, uh, bad pages on that because I would want to keep my focus right. I would want to keep the people who are my posse, my, my tribe, my tribe, like to be the right people. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like even, 100%. And I have all kinds of pages too. I have a book page. I only follow crazy book people where I'm looking at what they're buying, what's in their, their book box that they ordered. Like, so I feel like it's definitely keeping your interests right. And if your interest is to get healthy and well, you would want to have those people around you, not people who are going out to party every single night because that's not about your life right now. Right. The way that I see it is you have different channels, right? You have different channels. You turn on the TVs, the TV, there's different channels. Diane has different channels of her life. She I has do. her book channel. She has her fitness channel. She has her fitness channel with me. She has the Hustle Hour Show channel. Yeah. There's Trackside, Garlic, there's Taste. You name it. We make we we do different channels. You can watch all of them. You can watch one of them. I don't care. But that's what we do. Yeah. We make different channels. We're our own program. We're our own TV. We're our own, you know, Netflix. It is what it is. Like we this this is what we do. Um, and that's what you can control as the people that you are following because that's what's going to come up on your page. So if you don't want to see something like that or it's triggering to you, it's probably not someone you should be following and it should be put elsewhere. Yeah. You know, and, and going into this year and going into certain things, you know, first off, time is made up. Time is fake. Time is a human thing. But what else are we going to call it? It's called time, you know, and it shouldn't wait till 2023. But... I'm trying to make this point. I only want to, as I get older, I realize that I am who I am and I only want to surround myself with people who are like-minded to mm -hmm. me. That I don't, that doesn't mean everybody in the world. That's why my circle is small. So my circle is super small and I'm only going to make it smaller because I want the people that are around me in my circle to just be like-minded like me. And who am I? I'm a hustler. I have work ethic. I, I like positivity. I like uh, productivity. I like business. I like finance. I love marketing. I love all things that have to do with business. I love fitness. I love health. I like to learn things about fitness and health. Like there's endless amounts of things to learn. But and I love to get into it because then more people want to talk to you about health and fitness. And I love that more than anything. I love when people talk to me about fitness and health. All I want to do is talk about it. And I don't know everything about it. I just know that it's very, 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 very hard. And the struggle is real. Right. You know, um, the struggle is real. And I'm going to start implementing a cold plunge. I've been looking at which ones to buy um, because I, I want it. I want 
it's so bad because it's suffering. You know, if you start with a cold shower, you realize that it's it's it is hard at first to do a cold shower, but then it gets the coldness in the shower is just too warm for you to suffer anymore. So you have to go to a cold plunge with ice and make it freezing. And you know, like I want to do things like that. I want to I want more of um, that in my life. So I want champions. I love to be around people who just have strong work ethic, you know, and just talk business fitness and i love all of that so you know for this year for me that's that's what i want more of that cold plunge is going to be so insane i can't even I cannot wait i can't even imagine i'm sure i will be cold plunging just like running and i soon. follow people that you know run i follow a lot of people that do the cold plunge because it's something that I'm, I'm going to be getting into and it's it just excites me you know i can't wait to feel the, th- the the thing that I saw today was this guy got in the cold plunge and he said, the reason why I don't panic is because I realize that nothing will happen to me for this two minutes. Damn. Mm. I can't wait to think like that. Right. Nothing is going to happen to me in this two minutes so I can do this cold plunge. It's Let's just, go. It's just two minutes. I don't even want to talk about it anymore until I get it. And then I want to talk about how my journey is. So that's what's coming up next. Um, okay. You know, and, uh, you know, this has been a great show for me. You know, I feel like this is one of the best shows we've ever had. I feel really good. We, di- we didn't have music today um, and things went wrong. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. You, you have to be ready for anything. You have to be ready for anything in this life. And, you know, I'm just so grateful to be here at Genesis mm-hmm. Radio with Terry yes. and just so grateful to be in the studio with you, my wife, you know, at the Hustle Hour show. We have our own show. This is crazy, you know, like a podcast and people listen to it. And, and they're, oh, you know, DJQ, who uh, listens to this show all the time, he told me he was on a cruise ship with his girlfriend and they were in rough waters and it was a huge storm. He said him and his girlfriend went into their their um, their little room and they just listened to our show. And he, he asked me if he could be on next week. And this guy is a hustler. So he's going to be coming on our show. Huge personality. Can talk for hours. I can't wait to not talk and let someone else talk. <laughs> Lots and just of fun. Ask questions. So next week we're going to have DJQ, who is beloved by everybody that he meets. Um, and I cannot wait to have him on the show. That's next week. You know, and uh, that's it for today. This, um, My name is Mike. I'm Diane. And this has been the Hustle Hour Show at Genesis Radio. Thank you and good night. Thanks.